Welcome to She Persisted. I'm your host, Sadie Sutton. Every Friday, I post interviews about mental health, dialectical behavioral therapy, and teenage life. These episodes break down my mental health journey, teach skills to help you cope with life, and showcase testimonials from individuals, including teens just like you. Whether you've struggled yourself or just want to improve your mental fitness, this podcast is your inspiration to live a life you love and keep persisting. Hello, hello, and welcome back to She Persisted. Before we dive into this week's episode, I really just want to say a huge thank you. We are almost at 100 episodes. There's going to be a huge giveaway announced this next week, and we are on the Apple Podcast homepage, which is the most like surreal, insane, amazing thing. If you go to the browse page, you scroll down to Mental Health Toolkit, She Persisted is featured next to some of the most amazing mental health podcasts, which is just so cool. So make sure you check that out, subscribe, follow all the things. I just cannot say thank you enough to each and every one of you for listening, following, and supporting She Persisted. I'm so excited for this week's episode. It hits very close to home. I have struggled with acne since literally like middle school, fifth, sixth grade. I remember starting to get really bad breakouts, and we're still finding routine that really works. But I know this is such a universal challenge for so many teenagers, and for many, it goes hand in hand with self-esteem and confidence and mental health, because it oftentimes feels like it's the first impression that you are giving other people in interactions on social media, all of these things. So to have a breakout going on, to be struggling with acne can really cause your self-esteem, confidence, and mental health to take a hit. So when I came into contact with Danielle and Kaylee on Instagram, I knew that I had to have them on the podcast because they are the acne experts. They are the founders of Clear Stem Skincare. Danielle is known as the acne guru. She studied cellular biology, genetics, and now owns a acne skincare clinic. And they have a 98% success rate for getting people clear skin and keeping them cleared up. So that is Danielle. Kaylee is a holistic nutritionist. She is the other co-founder of Clear Stem. As you'll hear, Kaylee was actually one of Danielle's patients at the San Diego Acne Clinic, and she herself has also struggled with acne and other health issues. This is such an amazing conversation. We talk not only about acne, clearing up your skin, navigating breakouts, but we also debunk a lot of TikTok trends. We talk about baby Botox, we talk about slugging, we talk about those hydrochloric pimple patches, anything, everything you've seen on your For You page that you're like, I don't know if I should be using this. Danielle and Kaylee give their expert opinions to tell you what you should try and stay away from. So this is just an episode that is chock full of information about how you can heal your acne, how you can find a routine that works for you. And I highly recommend you guys check out Clear Stem Skincare. Their website is clearstemskincare.com. They have this amazing resource on their website where you can copy and paste the ingredients in your skincare list. You Google it, you copy paste, and it tells you if the ingredients in your face wash, moisturizer, toner, sunscreen, etc. have pore clogging ingredients, which can be making your breakouts a lot worse if you are acne prone. So I highly recommend you guys check that at the very least. They also have an amazing line of skincare with no pore clogging ingredients, which as you guys can see on their Instagram have helped so many people clear up their skin and really heal their acne. So highly recommend you guys check them out. They do have a code. She persisted. I will be using my own code this week because I'm out of face wash 
and I have been using their Clarity Serum and their moisturizer. It's called HydroGlow, and both have really been helping clear up my skin and prevent breakouts even as I moved home and been adjusting to the warmer climate. So game changer, highly recommend that you check those out. So with that, let's dive in. And as always, make sure to leave a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, subscribe, follow on Instagram at She Persisted Podcast, and share the episode if you enjoyed. Thank you guys so much for coming on She Persisted. I'm so excited to have you here. Acne and mental health are something that intersects for so many teenagers. And a lot of the times it's at the forefront of their minds because it's where this the way they're showing up. It's the first thing that they think people will notice. And it is hugely related to confidence, self-esteem. And again, it's like a teenage thing that everyone's like, oh, you'll have bad skin. It'll suck. It'll be terrible. And so if there are two people that can really speak to that and give advice, it'd be you too. So I'm so honored to have you on the show. Thank you. We're overjoyed to be on, truly. We love you and love everything you do for your community. So excited to shed some light, hopefully offer a lot of value and help some people with their skin in the process. Yeah. So starting with, out with your background, your story, struggling with acne, and then what motivated you to start Clear STEM and, and bring so many resources to people that are struggling with acne. So the background of the company is uh, we both struggled with acne, like really, really, really bad. And it got really bad for me in college. It wasn't so much in high school, but it got really bad in college. Just like face, chest, body, like everywhere. Right. And I was under the care of like a bunch of different doctors and dermatologists and trying to find out what was going on. And like, I I was studying biology and genetics at the time. So I would come with questions of like, like, why does, why does it get worse after I eat these foods? Or why does it get worse after drinking? Or why is this birth control making it better or worse? Just like questions about like how it was working and like no one could really answer any of them. And I just thought that was wild. So I had to go on like antibiotics a bunch of times. I had to do spironolactone, change birth controls a bunch of times, which is just like a nightmare sometimes. Yeah. And then long story short, I had to do Accutane like three separate times and it still came back every time. And the third round I had to like cut short because it was like damaging my vision so bad. And it was like, it might've been permanent. Right. So long story short, I decided to solve it myself. At the age of 28, after that last round of Accutane failed, I went to, I wound up registering in beauty school to get access to skin information just for myself. But when I was there, I saw a business model for um, what is now San Diego Acne Clinic. So it's an acne clinic here in La Jolla, which is in San Diego. And all we do is treat acne. So basically just the obsession and struggling with my skin for so long is what started the whole the whole thing. And then we were formulating a stem cell serum to help get rid of the scars for our ethnic patients. And at that time, I had met Kaylee and I was treating her skin. And that is like where clear stem was sort of born. Yes, that's actually that. where we where we met. I was a clinic patient of Danielle's. And so growing up for me, I, I didn't have really bad cystic acne, but I just had what felt like constant ongoing acne. So I did the typical proactive that everyone does. I also, I went to the dermatologist. I got put on different, which is like a cream that you put on that like just rips apart your face. I remember being so self-conscious in high school because like one summer I was put on different and it was like just peeling all the sides of my face. And I was literally about to start the ninth grade. And I was like, are you like kidding me? Like you're already so self-conscious, like going into high school and just having your face rip apart. So I remember like going off of it early just because I was like, I can't go into high school like this. And so I just had constant acne, but never cystic. And then shortly after college, 
all of a sudden my skin broke out in bright red inflamed cystic acne. I was under stress from work. I wasn't eating the same. I was taking a lot of supplements. I was trying all different types of skincare because I was in the wellness space too. So I had um, a very successful wellness blog and a really good platform on social media. So I was trying all these different skincares and like, I just could not get control of my skin. I started going to every doctor, dermatologist, and esthetician. And the only solutions I was given was go back on birth control, go on antibiotics, go on Accutane. I was like, I don't want to do any of those. I know how disruptive they are to your health. Like Accutane, like Danielle said, it can cause like vision loss. It's so disruptive to your gut health and to your liver and like, and your skin long-term. And so I almost went on Accutane. I really didn't want to, but I'd started the process because I truly felt like I had no other option. I was packing on theater makeup, like the thick clay makeup that like Miss America pageant girls wear. And I was like packing that on. I didn't want to leave the house. I didn't want to see friends. I was so embarrassed of my skin because acne, like it really hits your mental health. It hits like you look at yourself in the mirror. I was actually like texting a girlfriend the other day. Um, I literally just yesterday, she's 23 years old. She's a friend of the families and she's been dealing with a lot of acne and she, I was reminding her to take progress pictures as I was guiding her on what to do. And she was like, yeah, I, I haven't been taking progress pictures because I can't even like look at myself in the mirror. It just makes me want to cry. And I was like, Oh my, and that's cause that's how I felt too. And I was like, I, I understand looking in the mirror, like hits so bad, but just take progress pictures and put them in an album and you can like look at them later, but they're the hidden. Progress, <laughs> yeah. They're hidden. Yeah. But the progress pictures, because when you look in the mirror every single day and see your acne, it's so hard to see like the little progress. Cause you're just staring at it every day. But when you can take those pictures, like you can see, you can find more hope. You can, you can see that you're progressing forward. So anyways, one last Google search. Cause I didn't want to go on any of these toxic prescription medications. Accutane also, you have to like sign a lot of waivers that saying it's linked to depression, anxiety, like all that stuff. I yeah. was like, oh my gosh, don't do that. So one last Google search up pop San Diego acne clinic. That's where I met Danielle. And I happened to be her last patient of the day. Thank goodness, because we ended up talking for about an hour and a half before she even did a facial on my skin. And I had gone back to school at this time to study holistic nutrition. So I felt like I knew so much about what you put in your body, on your body, the effects that it has. But what I didn't know is how everything pertains to acne and how there's even healthy foods and healthy supplements that trigger acne in excess. And so my whole world was opened up into this we found out that I had 12 different acne triggers going on and they're like, like even simple ones. I was using skincare with pore clogging ingredients and pore clogging oils. I was taking too much vitamin D too much vitamin D triggers testosterone, which triggers a hormonal imbalance, which triggers, triggers hormonal acne. Mm -hmm. Um, I was eating eggs every single day. Eggs is a big acne trigger. So I had like 12 of these going on. We removed them. Danielle did my facials. My skin was clear in two months. And if you want to see how bad it was, I Sadie, I can send you before and after pictures with your community. But also if anyone goes to our website, clearstemskincare.com, I'm one of the very first before and afters. And like, you can see the difference. And I got in a proper skincare routine and removed the acne triggers. And that's how Clearstem was born from from this merging of Danielle and I and our stories and realizing that we just like skincare and what causes acne can feel so confusing, but with the right information, you know exactly what to do and exactly the skincare routine to do so you can have clear skin. Yeah, I, I love that. And it really is such a gap in the industry. Like 
to my knowledge, there's not an acne-based um, facialist skincare um, office in the Bay Area because whenever I've made appointments and I'm like, can you do like an acne-specific one? Sometimes they'll have like a teen facial and it's really just like kind of a mix of what are they, whatever they have and it's really hit or miss. There's been so many appointments where I'm like, okay, this like went great. Like I feel like we really did target my breakouts and other times I'm like, okay, I have more moisturized, but my acne is the same as it was before. And I, similar to you guys, did the whole thing with dermatologists like six months appointments trying like seven different creams and oral medications and different birth controls and it is really difficult to find what works so I'm so excited to have this conversation and dive into what you guys know because there's you guys have so much knowledge about evidence-based tips and tricks causes all of that kind of stuff I think starting at the beginning of what can cause acne you mentioned a couple of things whether it's like lifestyle genetics ingredients and products kind of going into those basic causes that people can be aware of or listen for like what might be adding to their breakouts yeah a really good jumping off point that we like to start everyone on is checking their skincare makeup and hair conditioner for pore clogging ingredients So the easiest way to do this is we've actually created a really great tool for everyone is on our website under um, education or under resources. There's pore clogging ingredients list. It has it all listed out in alphabetical order, but it also has a search deck. So you can Google your product, Google the look up the ingredient deck on the product page, copy and paste the whole ingredient deck, not just the key ingredients where there's like six listed whole ingredient deck, copy and paste it in. Any pork clogging Any ingredients pork will come ingredients. up as red, and then you can just double check them in alphabetical order below as well. But if it has a pork clogging ingredient, that is pretty much telling you that's a culprit for breaking you out. So it could be one of your products. It could be five of your products breaking you out. But that way, you know the exact culprit that is causing it. And that is the number one thing that's causing acne in people is topical products that are clogging their pores and causing acne and causing them to break out. Is there like one or two products that you see people using where they're like, this is helping with my acne or it's like an over-the-counter thing or it's just something that a lot of people use and you're like, actually, this is one of the biggest issues. This is so common that we see adding to pore clogging um, in your routine. (laughs) Cetaphil lotion. Okay, that's so funny because my mom was shopping for my brother. He's in fifth grade right now and he just went to the dermatologist and he's struggling with breakouts and she's like, we got to get him this routine. I've heard good things about Cetaphil. Like, I'm going to get him the morning and night routine. And I was like, yeah, that sounds fine. It's one of the go-tos that you see. It says dermatologist recommended on the bottle. Um, what's a great alternative that people can reach for instead? Rather than Cetaphil lotion, that's that easy to get. We don't generally recommend drugstore products because they generally have a lot of parabens and other toxins in them. Um, The best moisturizer ever is the one that we spent a lot of time formulating and it's the one called hydra glow and it's on our on our website it's got that like luxurious like consistency and it feels amazing and it helps restore the skin barrier but without any pore cloggers and then it Mm -hmm. has ingredients Mm -hmm. in it that also helps with scars so that is like the perfect moisturizer but if someone's listening to this and they're like oh my god I've been using Cetaphil and I I need something immediately they can just go use like aloe vera gel generally okay that's so funny I had a friend at boarding school and she used to get like the like clear pure aloe vera and like every morning and night put it all over her skin and she was like I don't know what it is but I swear this is the the secret and so that's amazing to hear that that's a great solution yeah because if you look at it too like this yeah, like the Cetaphil lotion has like what 20 ingredients. There's a ton of pore cloggers in it, parabens, sulfate, like toxins that aren't healthy for you can actually cause a lot of hormone disruption. Yeah. But if you look at aloe vera, just get 100% 
aloe vera. Like that's the only ingredient. It's hydrating your skin, like really simple. You can grab it at a drugstore. So if you're ever in a pinch. That's amazing. In addition to ingredients, are there certain like foods? I know that sometime working out can add to breakouts, but also like balance with everything. Are there other things that can lead to breakouts that are like lifestyle related? Yeah, the first thing we tell people to do is check all their ingredients for pore clogging ingredients. That is number one. Again, hair conditioner is a really big one too. So if you're breaking out on your back, on your sleep side, that's a hair conditioner. We have people check their supplements. So uh, supplements like vitamin D, zinc and b12 and all in excess so again devil's in the dosage here these are all great supplements for you but in excess they'll trigger testosterone and cause a hormone disruption which will then cause hormonal acne the fourth one which is a very tricky and sneaky one is biotin because you'll see it in hair skin and nail supplements and girls will want to take it to make their hair grow to make their nails longer and stronger but it actually triggers acne and so that's going to be a big one to if you are struggling with breakouts at all make sure you are not taking any supplements with biotin in it okay interesting and then when people are struggling with acne from a hormonal perspective you kind of touched on that there is that something that a lot of the times is genetic there's not much you can do or do you find that it's more lifestyle based based on what supplements they're taking and and that kind of stuff so that's a great question so acne is genetic like at its core it's a genetic predisposition and it runs in families and Basically, our pores make more keratin protein than some other people who just don't break out at all. So our pores get clogged really easily because we're just like constantly producing like extra skin cells and they don't really like shed as well as they could. So we get clogged more easily, right? So anyone who gets acne has that genetic trait to some degree. Then there's environmental triggers that can make it better or worse, right? So like Kaylee said, the biotin will make it way worse because it's making you produce even more of that skin protein and clogging our pores even more. Um, And then there's other supplements that people take that you know, seem healthy and they could be in some dosages, but if we take too much, it can mess with our hormones. Some vitamins that mess with our hormones, if we take too much, are B12 and then zinc and then too much vitamin D. Now, all three of those can kind of spike testosterone in excess. And testosterone is the, you know, essentially the the male hormone, if you want to call it that, but that's the one that causes uh, the most acne breakouts. Like that's why we break out during PMS is because our testosterone is a little bit higher. So for someone who's taking a bunch of vitamins, it's a really good rule of thumb to just uh, not take anything that's like over 150% of your recommended daily value. Okay. Okay. And And you'll find this information on the back of the bottle. So for anyone um, that doesn't know where to find it. So if you turn over the back where the ingredient deck is, it'll have like percentage of RDV that stands for recommended daily value. Okay. Interesting. And then Kaylee, you mentioned that eggs were a big culprit for you. Are there any other foods that are really can lead to breakouts? Obviously everything's in moderation, but if there are certain things where people are like, oh my gosh, that's my favorite food. I eat it 12 times a day. And you're like, actually, that's probably causing all your breakouts. What are those? <laughs> dairy is a huge one. That's the number one food that's going to trigger acne. And dairy is not just milk. Um, yeah. Dairy is very sneaky in a lot of things. So- people are like, oh, well, I don't really drink a glass of milk. I'm not really eating dairy. Of course, dairy is cheese as well. So even a little amount sprinkled on your salad, sprinkled on your wrap here and there, it all builds up. So keeping in mind of that, but the sneaky places where it hides whey protein is a huge acne trigger that you'll get the really aggressive cystic acne from. And that's found obviously in whey protein powder. And 
sometimes it's sneaky in protein powders. It's like mixed with other things. Sometimes certain smoothie shops that you go to, you have to ask for a plant-based protein because if it's not a plant-based one, it's whey. And so that could be sneaky. Like what you think, you know, you get a workout in, you're grabbing a smoothie at college or at your high school, it could be made with whey protein. And so it's really important to ask what type of protein that they're using to avoid that. You'll also see it in different like nutrition on the go bars. I know all the time in college, I was always like grabbing bars, like in between classes or before going out for the evening or you name it. You'll see it as like whey protein isolate. You'll see milk protein powder, milk powder, whey powder. Like you'll see a lot of different variations of it. And so definitely checking the ingredients of what you're eating, but it's hidden in protein powders, protein drinks, protein bars. Even if you don't think it's a protein bar, it'll um, always check the ingredient deck just in case because companies are adding more and more (laughs) ingredients into their foods. And so that's a big one. The third one is hydrogenated and inflammatory oils. So this is the canola oil, vegetable oil, soybean oil, corn oil, peanut oil. Those ones, those are highly, highly inflammatory. Again, those are also snuck into a lot of processed foods, processed bars, different drinks, things like that. And so keeping an eye out for those ones. <laughs> I know a lot of college students listening to this don't really want to hear this, but caffeine is, and it's caffeine in excess. So if you're sticking to like a cup of coffee a day, you're grabbing your Starbucks and we're talking about like cleaner Starbucks, the Frappuccinos and no, no. Macchiatos, those are <laughs> yeah. going to trigger acne. So much sugar, so much dairy, like so much in that. Even like the almond like milk at Starbucks has Starbucks. like an insane amount of sugar, which is going to trigger acne. But if you're grabbing your coffee with like you know, a splash of an almond milk, something like that, or just a black coffee and iced coffee. That's fine one a day. But when you're getting two, three, like, I just, I think back to how much coffee I drank in college. I'm like, oh my gosh. (laughs) Um, So coffee in excess for all the college students listening is going to be a huge aggravator of acne as well. Okay. This week's episode is sponsored by Teen Counseling. Therapy is an amazing tool to have in your toolkit if you are struggling with self-esteem, confidence, and mental health like we talk about in this episode. And teen counseling is a great way to find a therapist. It's an online therapy program with over 14,000 licensed therapists in their network. They offer support on things like depression, anxiety, relationships, trauma, and so much more. And you can meet with a therapist via talk, text, or video counseling, depending on what level of support you're looking for. So what you're going to do is you're going to go to teencounseling.com slash persisted. You are going to take a quick survey that matches you with the therapist based on what you're hoping to work on. So maybe that's stress, maybe that's sleep, maybe that is depression, anxiety, family relationships, whatever it is, they will match you with a therapist that specializes in that area. Then you put in a parent or guardian's email if you're under 18. This is that they can give consent to treatment and provide payment, but none of your information in the survey is disclosed. I tried it. All it says is Sadie or whatever your name is, is hoping to work with a therapist from teen counseling. Please click here to learn more, give consent, and sign up. So to start your therapy journey or start meeting with a new therapist, you are going to go to teencounseling.com slash persisted. Again, that is teencounseling.com slash persisted. So we've talked about a couple of different types of acne. We've heard like cystic acne. We talked about hormonal acne. I wanted to ask you guys if your recommendations for treatment are different based on the different types of acne and if it's helpful to know what type of acne you have to treat it or are they really all in the same with your recommendations um, for how to care for that? Oh, great question. So if you have cystic acne, it can 
seen a couple different things. So, so, so if you have the type of skin where your keratin production is like really, really, really strong, that means you're more likely to get cystic acne versus just like the smaller ones, right? So some people are just way more acne prone because of their skin's keratin production process. They can get cystic acne from the same thing that caused only minor acne in someone else. That said, cystic acne is the kind that can scar you the worst, and it can be linked more often to something internal that's going wrong, like say something with the liver or something with digestion, something that's bothering like your lymphatic detox system is more likely to create cystic acne. And you'll be able to tell if it's more of an internal cystic acne versus like from a product because it'll have really specific patterns like cystic acne that's coming from something in your diet like say it's gluten it's going to look different on your it'll it won't be all over your face it'll just be really hardcore in your cheeks i have it'll that. have it's like, like where yeah. i put my bronzer almost well it could yeah. be your bronzer check your ingredients i should like, i will do that <laughs> like if you're getting really bad cystic acne on just like really distinct parts of your body and it doesn't seem to make sense it could be tied to your lymphatic system which is a sign there's something else going on on internally but if you you're just acne prone everywhere it's all over your face in equal parts and some of it's cystic some of it's not whatever that's probably from a product it's probably from something that's going all over okay. so in that case we do for everyone we recommend checking your ingredients first and foremost that is key before you make any other changes or buy anything new you don't want to be changing things if you don't know what the original problem was right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's number one for everyone. And then exfoliation is really important. So using a light physical scrub, you know, at least a few times a week, followed by a mandelic acid or something to dissolve the clogs and dissolve the bacteria is going to be really important no matter what type of acne you have. Okay. And then this, the best treatment for cystic acne is going to be ice packing. That's something you can do immediately throughout the day and it won't harm the skin and it'll help it really calm down. So ice packing is like the number one trick for cystic acne. Okay. And then you mentioned like cheek breakouts. You see those charts online on TikTok where it's like, if you're breaking out on your nose, it's like this issue. If it's your forehead, it's a gut issue, etc. Is there truth to that or is it a lot more complicated and it's not as direct of a correlation? I think those charts are very misleading. Um, <laughs> um, some of them are, I, you can't just point to your nose and say that's something going on in the body. That's kind it's of ridiculous. Those stress related to a very specific test you're having. That's the only reason. <laughs> right. It's just to an organic chemistry test. Oh, we solved it. <laughs> um, yeah, because those charts don't take into account products. Yeah. Yeah. So they're right there, they're missing the boat on like 80% of it, right? So mm -hmm. I don't find those because they are so incomplete. I determine that they are inaccurate, to be honest. That said, it's it can get you get you thinking. So your lymphatic system runs all through your body, but in your face, it really presents on the cheeks. It starts in the temples and it goes down to the cheeks. So if that's the only area that is really breaking out and like your forehead's totally fine, then that is a sign that there's something going on internally. And from there, you want to get some blood work done. You don't just want to be guessing and be like, oh my God, I have a, a gallbladder issue. Like mm -hmm. you don't know until you run labs, right? So that's mm -hmm. when you get with like a functional medicine person or a like a naturopath or even an acupuncturist like those people that have more of an eastern medicine focus they're going to look for things like liver and digestion and possibly gut health where most of these issues stem from versus a traditional dermatologist who's not going to look at any of that yeah yeah 
<laughs> and to give an example for everyone who's listening. So the face mapping, you know, says liver right here, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, that doesn't mean that your quote liver is out of whack and your liver is failing. The liver is in charge of filtering out excess hormones. And so when you have an override of either estrogen or progesterone, whatever that is, your liver is in charge of filtering it, filtering it. So if your liver is just a little sluggish and the hormones aren't getting filtered out correctly, yes, it's a correlation to your liver, but add one more thing onto that. What if you're taking too much vitamin D and it's throwing off hormones, which is then connected to the liver. See, it goes like all the way back, like, okay, yeah. liver, but what's the root cause? Liver's linked to hormones, excess supplementation of vitamin D, zinc, and B12 all cause hormone disruption. So there's always that like lifestyle root cause that you can fix. Mm -hmm. If there were like three practices that people could implement throughout their day, whether it's like, I don't know, drinking enough water or washing their face a certain number of times, we talked about ice packing, that you would just be like, this is a great place to start. We wish everyone was doing this to care for their skin. What would those be? Exfoliating would be definitely in that list. So exfoliation mm -hmm. is how you control your skin's behavior, whether you're talking about acne or anti-aging. Definitely everyone needs a really good, a really good gentle cleanser. Like that is something that every single human being needs. And then how and when you exfoliate is is really important. So we like to use a therapeutic blend of both physical and chemical exfoliants. So that's why our kit has both a scrub and a mandelic acid. They work beautifully together. Think of it like weights and cardio. They're, they're different, but they go together and they get you the result that you want. And then a really good, the other things everyone needs is a mineral-based sunscreen and an acne-safe moisturizer. Okay. Yeah. Those are, those are all huge and very easy to build into your routine. It's like once, twice a day, you're already getting up in the morning and getting ready for bed to build those, that practice of using those products is something that's a small shift, but has huge results. Um, to go kind of in the opposite direction and debunk some skincare beauty trends that we're seeing blowing up, especially on TikTok, I'd love to hear your guys' thoughts. The first one, which we talked about on our intro call, is something called baby Botox, which up until TikTok, I had never heard of. And then I was getting all these like 19, 20, 21 year olds getting Botox for like prevention. And the, the saying really is like, okay, start young, stay young. It's preventative. It's preventing wrinkles from appearing. What are your guys' thoughts there of people getting Botox starting like early 20s? Oh, this makes me so sad of like the education that's being put out there because yeah. of TikTok and like scaring people into aging. So just to, I always think knowledge is power. So to understand what Botox is doing and then you can make the decision for yourself. So Botox is a muscle relaxer. So you inject it in, it relaxes the muscles. So it's causing you to not make as many facial expressions, which people will tell you is quote leading to wrinkles. Now think yeah. about it this way. If anyone listening has ever been injured, like you've had a surgery or something where you have to, or in a cast, you, let's say you have a cast on your arm. Okay. When you get that cast taken off because you haven't been able to use that muscle, what is it? It's so atrophied. It's sagging. It's like, it doesn't look tight and lean and like how it would look if you were doing some weights. So the same thing with your face, it's like there, if you look at, um, you know, a, a skin muscular skeleton, you'll see there's muscles all behind your skin uh, under your face. And if you're not activating those muscles over time, they're going to start sagging. So if you're constantly injecting it with a muscle relaxer, which is like putting your arm in a cast, yeah. that those muscles are going to sag over time. And then you're going to need, you know, 
facelifts and fillers and all these additional things to reform your face because you've lost the muscle tension. So really the best way to keep your skin like really smooth and young is we already talked about exfoliation, increasing cell turnover, getting rid of those dead skin cells, activating collagen, using products with stem cells in it. Like we have our bounce back in cell renew serum that's going to help increase the collagen and bounce and vibrancy in your skin. But also there's different really fun facial exercises that you can do that help just tighten tighten the face. And that's going to work out those muscles the same way you would work out your arms or your legs to keep like a tight, lean look. And that's, what's going to help your skin more than Botox. Gotcha. The next thing that has been all over my For You page, at least, is slugging. And it's something that's always made me a little bit apprehensive because someone as someone that's acne prone, whenever someone recommends like an oil, I'm like, I don't know, oily skin is what got me into this. Like, I'm not sure. And like Aquaphor Petroleum Jelly isn't necessarily an oil, but you do get that like oily look. It's extreme amounts of product on your skin. What are your guys' thoughts there? Is it is it good for acne or is it like run in the opposite direction? Do not do that. It's funny, this one's counterintuitive, like, uh, but Aquaphor is actually acne Okay. Yeah, it's so, it's, it's so thick that it can't go into your pore almost. Think of it like awesome. that, mm-hmm. right? So the way you would use that is if your barrier is compromised and you're really, really dry, that's a problem in and of itself. So you can use Aquaphor and, you know, it's called slugging. You put it on at night, but only at night because if you put it on during the day and you sweat, your sweat get up you're gonna clog yourself so you would put it on at night over your moisturizer just to seal your moisturizer in it's not something you put on bare skin all the time as your moisturizer because it's the wrong ph and it won't let your skin breathe and it's just not it doesn't take the place of a moisturizer it can just seal in your moisturizer Mm -hmm. so yeah that it is safe to do it's fine if you do break out especially if you're if you're breaking out and you are getting treatments and you're maybe peeling a little bit it can be really uncomfortable so using that trick can be helpful Sometimes when I have a breakout that's like starting to scab over, I'll definitely do a bit of Aquaphor on it. Do you recommend doing that like the entire time? Like if you have a breakout come up, put Aquaphor on it or just towards the end? Uh, Well, it's only meant to restore moisture to the skin. It doesn't help with acne, like active acne. So for your scab, it would be fine. But for an active breakout, you're better off ice packing it a bunch Mm -hmm. and getting it to calm down. Okay. And then similarly, I feel like I either see like there's one camp of people that's like dry out the pimple. You have like the Mario Badescu literal like liquid alcohol putting that on the pimple. And then you have some people that again are like aquaphor moisturized that acne is from a lack of moisture in the skin. What is your advice there? Do you want to dry out, dry out breakouts or are you wanting to restore moisture so that they can heal? You want your skin to be moisturized, but an active pimple, it does generally help to dry it out. Sometimes it can backfire, but if you have like a whitehead, where there's like pus in there, yeah, drying it out is going to be helpful. Okay. And that's exactly why we created our Clarity Serum. So that is known as the blackhead dissolver, but it's going to, it's going to be a little more drying because it is an exfoliant. Exfoliants are naturally, it's not a moisturizer, right? But that's why we've created, like, that's why our clear kit exists because you exfoliate and then you moisturize after. So you're getting both in. So you're exfoliating, you're putting the Clarity Serum on, you're letting it sit for about 10 minutes so it can do its work, eat away at what's inside your pore. And then once that's done, after about 10 minutes, you still leave it on, but then you apply moisturizer after that to hydrate the area, nourish it, fill it with calming ingredients. Okay. Hydrocolloid, like H-Y-D-R-O. Yeah. Those bandages, I see people smother them on their entire face, leave them on overnight, and then like 
peel them off and there's like the oil patches from where the acne was does that work is it just like a total bad piece I of have advice? seen that it's very new I haven't tried it yet okay Jury's I mean, out. so what, it, what that would do I mean that's essentially like a really gnarly pore strip just enhanced what that would do for someone is it's more fun than it is a long-term solution yeah so it would be like just taking off all the oil that's there well guess what your body's gonna replace that oil in two days so yeah. it's not a long-term solution it's just more fun for videos a clay mask would be a more reliable long-term solution that does something very similar okay and we aren't wanting to remove oil from our skin because oil is our natural skin barrier that's how it's protecting our skin hydrating it we need that and so when you're doing too many things to cut oil you're starting to disrupt the natural state of your skin and a lot of times people are oily because actually their skin is dry and it's overproducing oil. That's not always the case, but a majority of the time it is. People are just overproducing oil because they're not moisturizing correctly and not keeping yeah. their skin hydrated. So it's not able to balance same way. Like a hormone imbalance occurs like an oil about oil imbalance occurs. Okay. And then the last one I've seen on TikTok is at home, like high frequency, the little zapping machines. What are your thoughts there? Is it a solution? Should we all be buying this on Amazon? Or are you guys like, no, 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 go to your facialist? Those can actually be really useful. You would just do it as like a spot treatment. Um, mm -hmm. You do it a couple of times a day. If you overdo it, you can burn your skin. Okay. So it's all about following directions with that one, but they are useful. Yeah, okay, make I'll sure you're adding using to my cart. <laughs> make sure you're using one of those like soft bandage nets in between it, like put it over so it's not directly on your skin. That's really yeah. good. Then you can avoid the burning, like Danielle was saying. Okay, awesome. So advice for teenagers. If you could give a couple of tricks for people who are really like in the heat of it right now, they're like, this has been going on for months, years, etc. It feels like I've tried everything. What are what is your advice? Is it just stick with it, stick to a routine, try different things, talk to a facialist or a homeopathic doctor? What is your what is your advice to just round this out? I would suggest that they find um, that so there are some acne special acne facialists that specialize in this and that are pretty darn good. Everyone's very different, but like they'll know more than the average facial person. Yeah. But they're called it's called face reality, and you can find an esthetician, a skin person who actually is certified in that that's that was my original certification back in the day so it um, it is very useful and you can learn a lot and they have really good treatment protocols for acne prone skin so I would say start there that person's going to be able to guide you on your diet and your vitamins in a really good way but also just reading all the information on our website is going to be very helpful and very instant that you can immediately implement Okay, awesome. That will all be linked in the show notes so people can reference that. And then the last thing that I wanted to ask, we talked a lot about targeting acne, causes, routines, etc. When people want to conceal and they're like, have an event or they feel more comfortable if they're concealing before they go to school or to an event, what is your guys' favorite products that you guys use when you have a breakout, when you're struggling and you don't want to add to the pore clogging, but you also want to be able to cover up in the short term? So the first yeah. thing like Danielle mentioned before is ice packing. 100%. Okay. If you're getting ready to go out for the night, go on an event, go on a date, whatever it is, ice pack it. That'll help down to bring down the inflammation, the redness. If you purchase any of our products, the Salver New Serum is really okay. good for causing, uh, for calming down inflammation and redness as well. Any pigmentation left over. And then as far as concealer, we absolutely love the brand Priya. It's spelled okay. P-R-I-I-A. And their concealer is actually so good for your skin. You can wear it to bed. 
Oh it's, my gosh. Yeah, it's filled with calming, calming ingredients like zinc and green tea. And it's actually like nourishing that breakout. So not only are you concealing it, but you're um, putting a nice little coating over top of really nourishing ingredients. So Priya is going to be your best friend and concealer for, for those summer breakouts. Okay, awesome. Well, if people want to buy the Clear Stem products, if they want to continue to keep up with your guys' content, where can they find you? You can find us at clearstemskincare.com. And then on Instagram and TikTok, it's clearstemskincare. If we were to point you in any direction, if you're currently breaking uh, currently breaking out, we recommend starting with the Clear Kit. It's only four products. It's a really simple but insanely effective routine for clearing acne, but also giving you really bright, glowy, fresh skin. So you're not working on your acne and feeling like you're ripping apart your face. It's truly healing your acne while nourishing your skin and minimizing wrinkles because when it keep you off the baby Botox, but yes. keep your skin looking good. <laughs> so that's like the perfect mix because our entire line is anti-aging and anti-acne and non-toxic all at the same time. I love it. And you guys have a code for the She Persisted audience if they want to get the clear kit and start improving the routine while avoiding pore clogging ingredients, if you guys want to share that as well. So when you guys head to our website, type in the code She Persisted, we'll get you some great money off. We really want to, we, go, we know everyone listening, our students in high school and in college. So we really want to help you out with that. So enter She Persisted at checkout for a nice little discount. Awesome. And then if you guys want to see the actual TikTok we were referencing and debunking these, they will be on the She Persisted TikTok so you guys can see what the trend is and then Kaylee and Danielle's thoughts. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for doing this. I know it's going to help so many people and having struggled with acne for such a long time, I'm so glad we got to do this. And I have my to-dos, going to do more exfoliating, going to buy a little zapper but not burn myself. So I'm really excited to implement all this stuff myself as well. Amazing. Thanks for having us. You are such a brilliant woman and we're so happy we connected and happy to share everything we know with your audience. And hopefully we can connect even more with them. We're always in the DMs, always trying to help. So we just want to, you know, welcome your listeners into our community too. If you enjoyed this week's episode, make sure to share with a friend or family member or post about it on social media and tag me at at She Persisted Podcast. I am announcing a huge giveaway next week to celebrate 100 episodes, 100 reviews. We're also on the Apple Podcast homepage. So, so many things to celebrate. So make sure to follow along and keep an eye out for that. With that, I will see you next Tuesday.